Improvisationally. Yeah, we love it. All right. All right, we're at episode 127. We thought this is a good time during our quarantine, lockdown, cocooning, Memorial Day, all that for you to check out, to enrich yourselves. You know, I know people have been binging on, um, you know, uh, movies and whatever else, and I know other people are learning how to do things, but we've done that before. Yeah. But now we're talking about enriching yourself, filling that, backfilling that history of music knowledge. So our topic today is top music-related documentaries. There are tons. There you are. don't have to take notes. All the links are in the description, and we'll see if we can put together a playlist if they'll let us on YouTube of some of the ones that are available. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And so these are in no particular order, and there are tons of them. So we're not we're not going to spend a bunch of time talking about them, but there are just a few that we want to hit you to mm-hmm. in a variety of I guess not just one musical form, but a variety, and then some of them are processed videos and all that good stuff. So, yeah. All right. Go okay. Ahead. So um, the top one. Well, I'm gonna put these two together. Top two um, are jazz and country music documentaries, and they're both by Ken Burns. Uh, the jazz one is in 2000. Country music was released 2019. Yeah. And you know Ken Burns is quite extensive. Yeah. And and documentary like history, yeah. yeah, he really is. And and, and so, just kind of because the jazz one, I think I probably watched about I don't know four or five times. Yeah, but, um, it's it's ten part series. Yeah, um, you know each each part is probably about either an hour and a half to two hours long. Yeah, yeah. So I let you know. I mean, it is definitely a, a deep dive. Yes. Um, it it's probably more geared towards traditional dry jazz yes. than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, heavy, heavy on Louis, Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. I was about to say, I found out Louis Armstrong is king of the world. Yeah, Louis Armstrong, uh, Duke Ellington. Yeah. Uh, definitely heavy on those guys. Yeah. Um, it you know it doesn't necessarily touch on like if you're a person that's into like jazz fusion and that type mm-hmm. of thing. It doesn't really touch on that as much. Yeah. As much as it's more towards the traditional jazz yeah. that was done with acoustic instruments. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's kind of throwing that caveat out there. But yeah. other than that, I mean, it is 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 just awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, this, there's so really many is. overlappings and layerings, and yeah. you can see how how things, um, I guess, uh, evolve. Yeah. Good. Thank yeah. you. Evolve from one from one yeah. uh, incarnation to the next. To the next. So, it, yeah. it really does. I mean, and, and it does handle that aspect, the electronic aspect of Miles Davis yeah. when he did Bitches Brew and that kind of thing. So yeah. it bleeds into the fusion era, not heavy on it, but, yeah. but still a very, very comprehensive. Yes. Um, and let's say they were country music, yeah, and I can't really remember. Good. I've only seen it once. Yeah. And I don't even know if I saw it completely faithfully through, but there was one person, I can't remember his name, who he's the king of country music, <laughs> and I didn't know that, so... So, yeah, it's really worth it yeah, to really check is. it out. Yeah, and the country one, I haven't watched that many times either. So, yeah. and that's because it's, it's relatively new. It's right? new, yeah, 2019. Jazz yeah. has been around since 2000, and, yeah. you know, and so I've, I've, I don't know, seven or eight times. I, I really yeah, we, it we binge on it, but like we used to binge on Twilight Zone. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Um, number three on the list is a fun one if you're a person who likes history, but you like comedy 
you like the cartoon um, Tales from the Tour Bus. If you've ever seen it, it tell, it's anecdotal yeah. uh, tales from people who have been on tour with various people. Yeah. And it recounts certain instances and incidents, and right. it's really funny and cute. Yeah, so, it really is. I, I really like the one that was on Rick James. That was oh, just yeah. awesome. And, you know, and they, they handled the whole thing with Rick James and Prince World yeah. Tour together. It was just <laughs> awesome. So. I think they got one on the time, too. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. They, they also got them, too. So it's, it's really good. Yeah, it's fun and funny. Yeah. Um, the other one, number four, that that inspires me, uh, inspires us a bunch, is yeah. Searching for Sugarman. Yeah. That's a 2012 documentary film. Yeah. And it's about an artist who is from Detroit, um, who did a record in the 70s. Right, yeah. And whose um, vinyl record ended up in South Africa. Yeah. DJ started playing it. And what, 20, 30 years later? Yeah, they, they kind of looked him up. Because I think the rumor was in South Africa was that he was dead. Right. And so, I mean, of course, that just elevated right. you know, his, his stature, popularity right. there. Yeah. And, um, and somebody just decided to kind of look him up yeah. and, and you know do some research. And they found him. And I think he was like working on rehabbing houses and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And but he had Detroit. no idea right. that the, this the was level going right. of, of reverence that they have for his message in his music. Right. It just reverberated for what they were feeling all the way on the other side of the world. So right, yeah, yeah. So it's that, just powerful. I guess that's yeah, just is. showing that the, 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 the You know, being the do-it-yourself rock stuff. Oh, right? yeah. Um, just the fact that if you're putting stuff out there, that yeah. you just never know. Where the seeds are going to take root. Right. And you where that's going to go. And right. who's going to inspire. We love it. Also, another one of those little-known, um, a documentary about a little-known band that's, that has now reach this cult-like status is a um, documentary about a band called Death. I yeah. think that's the name of the documentary. And that's 2012, too. I see a lot of these are 2012, right. but yeah. And it's about a black punk rock group. Right. And where are they from? I I, I want to say Los Angeles, but it's been yeah. a while since I watched that. But, yeah. um, but again, it's sort of like when you... Black folks doing rock and roll, you know, everybody knows about Jimi Hendrix, Little Richard. We know about those people who kind of started off in rock and roll. But mm -hmm. after that, you know, there just hasn't been that many bands out there. You know, you got Fishbone, you got Bad Brains, you got Living Color, 24-7 mm -hmm. Spies, mm -hmm. you got Skindred that's out mm -hmm. there now. Yeah. I mean, but, but it... There aren't that many yeah. people who are flying that rock and roll flag, yeah. you know, kind of exclusively like that. So when you find out about this punk band yeah. that, you know, was doing stuff in the 70s, yeah. it just kind of really blows your mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and the, the Bus Boys was another one from yeah. the 70s yeah. that, yeah. you know, were kind of doing that kind of yeah. rock kind of stuff, but... But yeah, it's really interesting to kind of hear about that. And I think for them, I think one of their members has passed, mm -hmm. but still, I think they were able to kind of pull a band yeah, together and start son doing some stuff. Yeah, the started doing something. So yeah. the, the addendum to the documentary is you might want to look and see what the one of the sons of the the founding members of the band right. has gone on to actually play some shows in their name. Yeah, and and do their work. So yeah, yeah so that was like, I like that. Planting those seeds. And to continue the black rock theme, which seems to be a theme right here, is Afropunk the movie. Yeah. The Afropunk movement has has grown into, oh my goodness, it's just amazing. They do festivals all over the world. Yeah. Um, and, and most people know it in some form or another, but this is the story about how it started and the founding, yeah. you know, the founder of it. And, and you know, now that I found 
about the story, he has since left and somebody has taken it over, but it has grown way beyond his initial tiny little, I want to get this done, I want to do this. Right, yeah. So. But again, that's one of those things about planting the seed and, yeah. you know, kind of watering it and letting it grow. And, and nature will have its course sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um, it will find a way. And that's yeah. that's the good thing about it. So. I love it with the Afropunk because they, if you do a search, you will see people with all the different outfits and they're colorful. And I think like Jada Pinkett and her, her rock band playing, yeah, play, you know. Yeah. But I mean, it's just one of those kind of things where kind of everybody from all over the world, uh, you know, kind of has um, th- on their corner on it. You know, what they do, whether it's fashion, whether it's the food, whether it's, you know, the, the live shows, but yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and come to think about that, um, I, uh, Ice-T's um, punk band or rock band, metal band, what you want to call yeah. them, Body Count. Oh, yeah. You know, um, they have a new record out. Uh, there's a song called Carnivore. Check that out. Oh. It's, it's, it's rocking. Okay. It, it's, it's tight. You need to Ooh, check that out. All right. All yeah. right. All right. Uh, next on our list, our number seven um, d- music-related documentary is A Great Day in Harlem. And it is the documentary that shows um, all the people who were involved in that photograph. And if you've never seen that photograph, you really need to. And who took the photograph? Good question. Uh-huh. But the documentary was released in 1994. And I know the picture was taken way back when, but so it you, wasn't Van Der Zee. No, it wasn't. Okay. It was. Oh my goodness, I can't okay. remember. Sorry. But um, there are all these greats. You got, you know, the Billie Holiday and John yeah. Coltrane and Miles Davis. From that I whole mean, that, jazz era. Yes, that the Tim whole Burns covers in his jazz yeah. series. Yeah, all of them. You know, and so. all on this one yeah. um, stoop uh, step. Yeah. In a brownstone in Harlem, and yeah. and so, and I think if you Google it too, you'll see. The remaining people, there are only like two or three that are remaining from that yeah. big group. But yeah. but it's just an amazing story. It's just a historical, yeah. you know, touch point that the fact that all these people could come together. Yeah, yeah. And how how momentous that was. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And it's been a while, but I love the poster, and so I love the picture. And then when we saw the the documentary, it just backfilled all the information that I did not know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we love that. And then one that we keep going back to, number eight, is the Woodstock documentary, which was released in 1970. Oh, yeah. Woodstock is always great. Then there's a new one, too, that's on Netflix. Okay. That may have come out 2019, something like oh, that. Oh, okay. And it, it, it kind of also works to tell the story. Okay. Of, you know, more behind the scenes of how they organize it and okay. stuff like that, you know. Ah, uh, that's that's really really good. But yeah, yeah but, we love it. Finding out about the farm and yeah. how the people were perceiving it and yeah. how everything went wrong and yeah. yeah. But it was this great cultural moment. Yeah, and, that people keep trying to rekindle when you came. Right, from. that, that so, everything yeah. went wrong. So right. it was it really you shouldn't want to redo the everything yeah, yeah, went yeah. wrong part because you know people went bankrupt and. You know, and the field was destroyed for the farmer and all that kind of stuff. But it created this great musical moment that, yeah. you know, again, you can't you can't buy that. Yeah, you're right. They you tried can. buying it. They lost no. their shirt. Um, the next one on the list is called Mavis, and it's um, it's a Mavis Staples documentary, and it just was inspirational to see you know where she came from, you know, with her family and her pops Staples, yeah. Yeah. and and how she kind of was the the kernel of the group. Yeah. And how she lives on today. And yeah. how, you know. Yeah, her voice. Just, yeah. Just, just amazing. Yeah, I know. Just an un- un- unbelievable voice. And the thing that's really weird is that she always had it. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. it's just, it was just always From the time her. she was a young girl. <laughs> yeah, see, she had it, right. And it's the same voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the same And the voice, fact so, that she's yeah. still alive and kicking, you know, yeah. she worked with Prince before he passed. Yeah. With an album that, I guess, never came out. Yeah. And so now she's working with somebody else, but she's well, she did, touring. Her and Ben Harper did the song, I think, called Change Is Gonna Come or something like that. It's it's really nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's really a, a nice one um, that her and Ben Harper did. So, But it's inspirational because it's just the fact that, you know, she she seems so hopeful in the documentary and it seemed like she has no no plans to slow down. And, and I love that. Yeah. Uh, retire from what? You, if you're enjoying what you're doing, why retire, right? Yeah. The next one, number 10, is Hip Hop Evolution. It is a Netflix series, and it was released in 2016. And you don't you turned me on to that one. Yeah, it, it basically just chronicles the hip hop from its origins just on through the years. And, it, you know, the guy who kind of does this thing, he goes to different places, whether it's, you know, seeing how Southern rap got started, how mm -hmm. rapping on the West Coast got started, yeah, I like that. you know, on the East Coast, the whole thing. So, I mean, it's very comprehensive mm -hmm. as far as all the different styles of rap mm -hmm. that he kind of really uh, focuses on. Mm -hmm. So, it's it's really, really a comprehensive series. And it's, it's ongoing. It's on Netflix. I think there's probably about three seasons or something okay. like that, but really, really Really good, yeah. really good. You know, yeah. uh, as far as really understanding the whole history mm -hmm. of hip hop and how everything kind of ties together in some ways. So, and the different producers that were out there. I mean, yeah. sometimes you forget about like people like Manny Fresh, you know, Master <laughs> P, you know, and yeah. and it kind of just their whole sound that they had in the South. You know, uh, right. na 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 na, yeah, the dirty na, sound, na, na, right? Na, yeah. it, uh, right. So you know. Oh, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. So. Yeah, and yeah, so that's cool. Um, and piggybacking actually on the band called Death Movie and probably some of the others, yeah. The Black Godfather came out in 2019, yeah. which is a documentary on Clarence Avon. Yeah, Clarence Avon. And I know for me, anytime I was reading stuff about yeah. people, his name would come up. Yeah, even you in know? one of the things that we ended up, the deals we ended up signing, one, the guy who was who signed us, yeah. was somehow connected with Clarence, Clarence Avon. So. Clarence Avon, he just, he's just one of these guys, he's a mover and shaker behind mm -hmm. the scenes. Matter of fact, Sugarman was yeah. signed to his um, <laughs> so he's Sussex yeah. um, label. Um, and, and you know, he's actually interviewed in the Sugarman yes, movie. Yes. He's like, yeah, the record didn't do anything. You, right. know, they, you know, he believed in it, but, you know, the record just didn't do anything mm -hmm. when it came out. But Clarence Avant is again, he's tied to that. I mean, you the careers of Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, just so oh, many wow. different yeah. people whose music you're hearing today. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think L.A. Reid, Babyface, all these guys, Clarence Avant had some piece right. to deal with, kind of putting them in position to, to so do whatever they need to do. Yeah, I mean, he is. I yeah. mean, Quincy Jones. Yeah. I mean, everybody has gone to yeah. Clarence Avon. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's another. Quincy Jones, is. there's a nice um, documentary about him. That's on Netflix. It's oh, done yeah. by Gordon. Oh, I should really, yeah, I'll add really that to our good. list. So, the Quincy Jones documentary. <laughs> the Quincy Jones documentary. It's just is, so is, many. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. But, I can't that's, even. That's, just, that's that. We're going to yeah. go through a few more, but then I'm just going to yeah. list some ones off the top of my head that, yeah. that I didn't add to the list. But another good one. Uh, another good one that we watched before Neil Peart 
died and after he died was Rush Time Stand Still in yeah. 2019. Yeah, really good. And yeah, and it kind of goes into his psychology and some of the health issues he had and and some of his interests. Right. That, it was it was during when Rush it was during their last tour mm -hmm. and why you know they were shutting it down. Yeah. And, you know he was having trouble I, I think with his hands and yeah. stuff like that. You know and. And just how physical yeah. it is. I mean, if, if you're a person, and I've never seen Rush live, but, you know, I know that for them, when they were live, they reproduced their songs yes. exactly the way they were on the record. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, the, if there was a riff that you heard on the record, you were going to hear it live. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and Rush fans are intent and they listen for that. And that's hard. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what really they were hard. saying is that, that he that that last tour was so hard for him he yeah. would get out there give it all he had yeah. and then for the next day or two be sore but he didn't want to let anybody know right. and he didn't drop a note didn't yeah. drop a beat he like did. He did. i mean he, he was neil perk i mean right. yeah, I, yeah. And i know i'm saying his name wrong but <laughs> it's sort of like i mean he's like one of those drummer guys there's like billy cobham yeah. neil peart there's uh, Stuart Copeland, yeah. Lenny Wright, you know, people, you know, these guys are just, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. so, and, and, and mind you, drummers, I know I left out some great yeah. ones, okay, I, you know, I, I'm just naming a few, okay, right. you know, not saying that, that that's the Mount Marshmore or anything like that, but you kind of get my point. Yeah, so. oh, and I loved it, and I'm not a drummer, and, and yeah. barely a Rush fan, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm the plus one on the Rush, and Again, I love a good story, and the documentary tells a good story, so yeah. that is, is reason to watch it. My next favorite is one we've seen over and over, is Imogene Heap, Everything in Between, the story of her making Ellipse. Yeah. And it goes into her, you know, building a studio in her house, and, you know, just all kinds of things, but it's about the process, how she's yeah. doing her vocal tracks, who she brought in. You know, the marketing that went with it. I mean, it's just like the story from start to finish. Yeah, it's really And I, I always like to see what people's process is, so that one was just yeah. enjoyable. And I think it was called together from a vlog that she was doing. Yeah, you know, right, the, yes. Know, the daily process of making this album. Mm -hmm. And so it was it was really nice to see yeah. kind of the way that she works and how she pulls together her harmonies and stuff like that. It was really great. And then how she took care of her body, because she realized like halfway through, well, once this is out, once the album is done, I'm going to have to tour. Right. And she's like, I am no, in no shape to tour. So part of that was... Again, part of her process are daily jogging and then, you know, right. the, all the yoga and whatever else. So, right. so it's nice to see the whole artist and not just the work they create, but but who yeah. they are as, as they live. So yeah, that was true. really nice. That was yeah. good. Um, the next one, number 14, and I've put a two um, in one, is Spike Lee's Michael Jackson documentaries, Bad 25, which was in 2012, and Journey from Motown to Off the Wall in 2016. Yeah. So yeah, very good, very good because it it's, it's really telling how you know there was such skepticism about Michael's ability to have a successful solo record yeah. at that time, yeah. and then the issues with Quincy Jones. I was about to say, that, yeah, you know? yeah. So it's really nice to kind of chronicle that part of it, and then you know on the back end of that is you know bad is the album that followed. Thriller, mm -hmm. which was this mega success, and how Michael Jackson was like, "Hey, a hundred million, right?" Yeah, was what I want to sell. He was determined, like, right? Yeah, like I say, he is—he epitomizes commerciality. Yeah, okay. and work ethic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, that yeah, work yeah. ethic seemed like, and that's what Quincy Jones was impressed with. But yeah. it also shows how they came together, and then 
uh, the other documentary shows how they their mindsets kind of split apart. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because, you know, Quincy Jones had one idea for what should follow up what they had been successful with. Right. And Michael Jackson had a different Completely idea. Completely different idea. Because yeah. one song that Quincy Jones just hated was Smooth Criminal. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> and that was like Michael Jackson's jam. Yeah, right. Oh, that's my jam too. So right. that's, that's, so. A, that's a problem. So, but to turn away Quincy Jones and say, right. you don't know what you're talking about, I'm going to keep moving. Right, yeah. That, that takes some balls. But at the same token, Quincy Jones felt like it was lacking a song. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of said, hey, we need something else here. So the the call went out to Shaida Garrett oh, yeah. and Glenn Ballard and what they come up with, Man, Man in, in the, the Mirror. mirror. Yeah. yeah, and that's, so. oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's, that's that whole collaborative process. So. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right, uh, next on the list, going back to our, tradi- well, not traditional jazz, but more traditional meets fusion, yeah. is Miles Davis' Birth of the Cool, released in 2020. Yeah. And and it really gives some it backfills how complicated he was. I guess a bittersweet, yeah, um, character. You you know you hate him in <laughs> one one part, but then you're cheering for him in some of the yeah. things that he's doing. So yeah, he was very complicated. Yeah, Miles Davis epitomizes that thing of the artist, having, yeah, and having to find your voice. Yeah, you know because. He was, you know, he, he was playing with guys like Charlie Parker, yeah. Dizzy Gillespie, yeah. you know, and one thing he realized, hey, I can't play as fast mm-hmm. and all high mm-hmm. like Dizzy played. You know, mm-hmm. I, he, he was always going to be not as good as he could be mm-hmm. trying to be a second Somebody Dizzy else. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so he found his own voice mm-hmm. that dealt with space, mm-hmm. you know, that dealt with just being melodic mm-hmm. and... And that is the birth of the cool. And then also you know? style. I yeah. mean, you know, the fact that, who was that? He, Betty Davis? Who yeah. did he get with? Yeah. And she, you know, oh, yeah, looked, Davis, yeah. looked in his closet and she's like, you need to get with it. Yeah. And she hooked him up. But yeah, he always had style. Yeah. He always was interested in portraying somebody who looked interesting and creative yeah. and and he so, always wanted to do that. Yeah. And that's why he picked up young musicians. So you'll see him playing with a very young Herbie Hancock. Yeah. Very young Ron Carter. Yeah. Very young Wayne Shorter. Mm-hmm. You know, and then a very young Marcus, Marcus Miller. Miller. Wow. You know what yeah. I mean? Just, just yeah. All these young cats that he would grab up. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing with a very young Michael Henderson. Yeah. You know, yeah. all these yeah. guys have kind of gone through yeah. the Miles Davis milieu. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and so when you start thinking about that, his influence on music goes even beyond just from making the music. Right. It's also the musicians that came through him that yeah. you know learned from him. You know? And just so. that whole artistic, creative, I guess, spirit. Yeah. And I guess that again, so you root for him, but then the way he treated his wives and all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> But yeah, so it, it is worth yeah. a watch because it yeah, it's, it's it's one of those you have to keep returning to that one. Um, the next on the list, number sixteen, is Chasing Train, the John Coltrane documentary, Netflix, twenty seventeen. Yeah, and just another one too. Yeah, Train also played with Miles. Davis. Yeah, he did. So again, yeah. you know, again, it's 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 just it's just yeah. influence that Miles has had. But you know, I love Supreme Blue Train. You know, I mean, I, you just go on and I on know. with, you know, what John Coltrane did. Donna, um, now, Donna Lee was Charlie Parker, mm. and later Jocko did that on his first record. But, but yeah, I mean, again, Train, it, I, 
That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then finally on the list, but not finally in our hearts, because there's so many um, that we could have put on here, is I Call Him Morgan, the Lee Morgan story in 2016. And it is one of those, like, soap opera drama you know, moments from the jazz yeah. continuum that tells a story about the woman who ended up uh, killing Lee Morgan, Morgan yeah. but how, you know, she had kind of saved him right. from himself early on right. and, and yeah. nurtured him. And then eventually it just, it went badly. But, yeah. but just the whole, again, it's the, it's, it's the ebb and flow. It's the good and the bad, it's you the know, good and the bad. yeah, that's true. That that's he was true. genius, but, but he had issues yeah. and, and so, yeah, just that whole thing. But a great, great documentary. Because Lee Morgan was, he was a trumpeter I didn't know that much about. Mm-hmm. So this really did a lot just for me mm-hmm. to learn more about him. I mean, there are so many great people out there, you know, I that know. you don't know a lot about. But, I mean, I know for us, you know, there there are a couple of other documentaries. There's, like, I think it's Stand in the Shadows of Motown. Oh, yeah. It tells the story of the great musicians who, you know, made those Motown records that we like so much. There's another one called The Wrecking Crew. Oh, yeah. That I, really I saw good that too. one, but it, the list was getting so long. Yeah. They're also yeah. on the Amy Winehouse because I didn't know yeah. her backstory. So yeah, yeah that's, that that's was, really uh, a good one. There's just so uh, many. There's one on Muscle Shows that, oh, is, yeah. that was awesome, too. So, you know, tells the story of that. I think there's one that also Oh, the Metallica. I forgot to yeah, add. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of monster. Unbelievable. Oh, That's a great one, too. So, so as you can see, um, you can do a deep dive. So, yeah. instead of for the quarantine, you know, some people are tired of just noodling off and just, you know, the cotton candy. Or some people are tired of learning things. I'm so sick of, you know, hey, if you put the screw right. in the hole. Yeah. This is one of those kind of things that backfills your his- historical knowledge of the music and the art that we're creating. Oh, Basquiat, I know it's not music, but but we could have put that one on the list. So, yeah. So, what do you think? Do you have any documentaries that we need to add to our list that we haven't seen? Yeah, that's true. Please drop it in the comments below. Yeah. Up next. Uh, we got the funk album coming funk out. Album, yeah, that'll be coming out soon. Yeah, it'll be coming out soon. And, um, other than that, um, yeah, just stay, stay in touch. Stay, stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. You know, we could travel again and do other stuff and get out and meet people again. We'll see when that happens. That'd be great. But in the in the meantime, while we're in quarantine, if you dig the vibe, be sure to subscribe. We're wishing you love, peace, and chicken grease.